to strap on your boots, throw that title over your shoulder, and stumble to the middle of the ring. Gotta get louder, because the microphone's pretty far away. Double choke slam from the brothers of discussion. Mike, how are you doing? I'm doing good. This is going to be a tough episode for you to keep uh, uh, track of us, because we're, we're on the same mic today. Yeah, it feels, microphone. It, it feels a little bit like the old uh, Mr. Kennedy gimmick. Uh, except, like, they didn't quite repel the microphone down to the ring. So Kennedy's yeah. just kind of, yell, you're me, Mr. Kennedy! <laughs> uh, well, first off, uh, the hub for all things Brothers of Discussion is bodpodcast.com. Uh, go check it out. We just got a fresh update on the website. Uh, I think I did a wonderful job. It looks beautiful. Nailed it. It looks like a real wrestling website now. Complete with links. <laughs> it, at least a new, like a real blog website. Uh, I I didn't realize that the pictures weren't showing up on the mobile version, and now you'll see pictures. How mobile, fun is that? Mobile optimization. You know, SEO companies have been getting at the brothers of discussion. You know, we got to get those photoshopped images of Thanos and Brock Lesnar. <laughs> got to see it on the phone. Speaking of which, two most recent articles, if you want to go check them out, uh, has Rusev's day finally come that of course is in reference to uh defeating daniel bryan to become a Ooh. member of the money in the bank match which we will get to later on yeah, in the show spoiler alert for what we're going to discuss later and matt also had another article matt take it away uh i was wondering would the wwe be better off if thanos of uh infinity war from the avengers uh was able to succeed in what his his his, his plan is all along and trust me i'm not spoiling anything here but if you want to fast forward like 30 seconds, do it now. And then, uh, you know, really, if you haven't seen Avengers yet, grow up. Go watch it. Uh, but what uh, Thanos' ultimate goal is, is to erase half of the, I don't know, the galaxy, the universe's half population. Of the population of life. Yes. Gone. Anything that exists. Um, and would the WWE be better off if that did happen? Is this roster too loaded uh, to keep everybody happy? Uh, I go over that uh, the answer to that question. Much more on the website. Again, that's bodpodcast.com. Uh, find us at, at bodpodcast. That's for Twitter and Facebook. But you can also find those links directly at the top now of our website. Top of the website, bottom of the website. You don't have to find my silly links anymore. This website is ready to go, making it easy for you because I care about you. That's why I did it. I spent hours slaving away putting this website together. That's bodpodcast.com. Mike, let us Let's talk dive about right some wrestling. In. Yeah. So this week, pretty big week in uh, the old wrestling. The old WWE, World Wrestling Entertainment. It started all on Sunday. We had Backlash. Yes, we did. Ooh, we had Bobby Backlashley all over that pay-per-view. Yeah, that, that hashtag did not catch on. No, it didn't. <laughs> Um, Nobody was interested in my attempt to be fun. It was or the first cross-brand pay-per-view since Royal Rumble, I guess. I and, don't know. And honestly, getting back to that article I wrote about Thanos, uh, that's where I was inspired to write it. 
Yeah, if you know, if we could eliminate half the roster, maybe Ty Dellinger would get on TV. You know, I don't know. Yeah, what the? F- We're still what are these on- pay per views going to turn into with different? We didn't even see a tag title match. Yeah, there's two different tag teams with with gold that could have been defending them. We have Raw, SmackDown. We got all these new teams that we want to see debuting, um, or you know, they've we've seen their faces, not actually seen them do physical battle, but we know they exist. <laughs> Um, I wanted to see Dolph and McIntyre on my TV. Um, I didn't want them on a, on a pre-show. I would have s- settled for that um, instead of watching a, a pointless Bailey match uh, with no build to it. But instead, we got no tag team wrestling. None yeah. of it. Um, I'm still waiting. I, I keep looking at my watch. Stone Cold style, Royal Rumble 97, I believe. Uh, still haven't seen Sanity on my TV. I, I don't know what happened. It's never happening. Um, Eric Young was finally going to be in the big time. <laughs> it's just not, it's not come to fruition. It's got to happen this week. Like now, all right, so last week I tried to make the bullshit like, all right, now we've got Greatest Royal Rumble out of the way. <laughs> now the real wrestling's going to get started. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, it did. Um, and that that's to say before, before this past week, so we did get some money in the bank. Uh, action in there, but uh, yeah, no. I mean, if you put if you put sanity in there, what do you eliminate from the pay per view? Oh, hot tag question. What do you eliminate from the pay per view? Um, if you want any anybody you want to put in there, what, do you? Uh, this is the this is the better. Here's the better question. Would you rather uh, eliminate one of those matches, and you can't just eliminate the Bailey match? You got to put them on the main show. Or you make this show another hour or two longer. Well, anything we can do to not have to add hours of programming uh, for me. I work on Monday morning, so if I cannot be up till 2 in the morning watching <laughs> Jeff Hardy versus Randy Orton or Jeff Hardy versus Fill in the Blank, um, you know, the better for my personal situation. What, what could have happened... You know, I get that it's cross-brand. It's the first one, so you want to try and put everything on the line except for whatever Brock Lesnar's got. Um, having the two women's matches, you know, you want to make them, you know, look important. We're still, you know, we just had the greatest Royal Rumble with no women's matches. you got to have all of them on the card. Um, and then, right. you know, the Intercontinental title is Seth Rollins, who arguably is the best wrestler on the planet right now as far as promos. Um... I don't think there's any snark or sarcasm when that guy's music hits. It feels like from every demographic WWE could possibly hit, uh, from zero to nine, uh, teenagers, people our age, and older folks, that guy's hitting every demographic. His moveset's incredible. Um, his mic work's incredible. He's got a great song, great look, and his matches are just steal. You know, they steal the show every time. He pulled the curtain at Backlash, which was a bummer because I feel like that was the A-plus match and everything after that just couldn't live up. Um, you know, that's a card that includes another AJ Styles versus Nakamura um, <laughs> one-on-one encounter. And that still couldn't measure up to Seth freaking burn-it-down architect Rollins versus The Miz. In a, in a, in a match that we knew the outcome... And it was still great. 
Yeah, yeah they're so, not gonna. Yeah, they're not gonna move. You know, have the U.S. title and Intercontinental title on one show. Right. But if you're like, if you're like me, I started to try and figure it out. We don't have to now, and we didn't even try last weekend. We just knew that Seth was gonna win, and that's what happened. But while I was watching that match, I was doing, I was doing the math. I was like, okay, wait, okay. So they bring the Miz. The Miz takes both titles over to SmackDown. Like, I, I was like, does it matter? Because now they're going to have pay-per-views with both sides. Maybe well, he can just lose it at the next one. Storyline-wise, like, the U.S. title had not been defended yet that night. So, hypothetically, Randy... Oh, you're right. Shoot. I forgot they're both on SmackDown now. Yeah. You're but right. That, uh, you know what I mean, though? Like, it made me... That match was so good, it made me question... Maybe they are going to do it. Yeah. Maybe the Miz is going to take this... T- like, I when he hit that skull-crushing finale... Uh, oh, my God. And the one like, you're referencing is... Um, uh, Seth tries to kind of bundle um, a couple of his moves in a row. Um, you know, he does suplex off the top rope. He tries to throw a falcon arrow in there. And Miz reversed it. And, you know, the storyline in the match was, you know, Seth's knee, you know, gave out on him. Yeah. So it looked like, oh, Rollins' knee goes out. And you get a skull-crushing finale, like, back-to-back. I think that would have been a perfect finish, but somehow... The finish that was booked still it didn't quite let down but you could have you know reasonably seen how you know Miz would win the title and I think everybody would have been satisfied with that ending as well they're just they're really that's a that's a real tribute to wrestling I think either way both of those guys whoever came out on top the crowd would have been satisfied yeah and that's that's always tough to do too especially uh you're talking that face and heel encounter and to have like it just would have been a great finish no matter what and he, you know and part of the math too i was figuring was uh you know the miz the miz would have would have to do the rematch at some point anyway so just push it off to the next pay-per-view maybe this goes for a while like that's what i was telling myself and that's how good it was that's when you enter a match where i was so sure because of the politics and wrestling you know and you you you, you do the the pre-match math you have to cuz you're thinking that that's that's really the only outcome that that could work. Um, same same. Go ahead. No, I just I, I I don't know how long we've been watching, you know, wrestling collectively. You know, it's about forty years, forty fifty years combined. Um, you know, we've seen the Miz doing this for about <laughs> about ten years, twenty years combined. I don't think anyone ever imagined that he would be at this level. It feels like every feud he's in is elevated because of his mic work and because of how much he's evolved in the ring. Yeah. Uh, when he comes to the ring, it's not quite a hero's welcome, but the crowd is engaged, um, you know, chanting out the awesome when his music hits. Um, they do it's... seem to boo appropriately, you know, but it's it's kind of like, man, this guy's doing such a good job as a heel, we should boo. Yeah, I mean, it's a testament to, to his efforts, his hard work. I, I, it, what's funny, and I'm going to transition here, is how how different that reaction is and how appreciative it is of his hard work compared to the literal walking out Ooh. for Roman and Samoa Joe. Um, I got to say, I don't know... Shoot, we've been talking... You know, we're both becoming fans of Samoa Joe. Those promos leading up to this were fantastic. This match, not only... I mean, it, it, 
it's just it, it's ending a card, and it, you know why it ended? Because Nakamura and AJ were trying to smash each other's balls to smithereens, so you don't want that to end the night. But God, I don't even think this match should have. That was such a poor choice. It's another show that Roman Reigns is main eventing, and it doesn't quite work. And the fans, uh, for the first time, I saw videos online uh, from Twitter of, of fans recording inside just to show the proof of people getting up, lower bowl, upper bowl, wherever you were in the stadium, just going, wow, this is boring as hell. Just headlock city, uh, I think, would be the best hashtag for that match. Just right in the middle of the ring. I mean, Samoa Joe's making faces at the crowd because the whole time they're just chanting boring. And he was... He I was think he handled it, it perfectly. Yeah. yeah like he, yeah. he looked like when, uh, you know, when people boo Cena, and Cena just kind of smirks about it, and that kind of encourages more of that behavior. Um, I but, think both of them are really good puppet masters as far as orchestrating a crowd. Um, but... But when you're leaving the arena, it's just... Like, that's a whole new problem. Yeah, the story was, too... Uh, behind the scenes was that Vince just kind of no-sold it and just said, well, you know, there's traffic and, you know, kids got to go to school the next day. I'm like, come on, <laughs> man. Come on, man. People are booking out on your main event. Um, yeah. I think part of that, obviously they didn't, you know, we've seen better matches from both those guys. Um, but it's just, I understand booking-wise, you kind of alluded to it a moment ago. Um you don't really want AJ and Shinsuke to close the night kicking each other in the nuts. Like, that's a... <laughs> it's just a weird, open-ended way. It's another non-finish. So you don't you don't really want a non-finish, you know, for your last match. That's kind of a, you know, WCW kind of choice. But I think that ties into what we got... What we mentioned to start this episode. There's no tag team wrestling. If you could have had, you know, Dolph and Drew, you know, open up the show and kick some ass... You know, that leaves you maybe, you know, a weird, you know, maybe unusual booking opportunity where maybe you could have had Seth and Miz close it out if you knew there's going to be some kicking in the nuts so you don't want your, you know, your main SmackDown title, you know, ending the show. Right. You don't want, you don't want Joe and Roman, you know, ending the show on a boo fest or, you know, a, a cricket fest like this was. Why not have your two best guys, you know, your, your best storyline close it out? Um, but we don't have that opportunity because you got to have something open the show, and you don't want, you know, 40-year-old Jeff Hardy versus 40-year-old Randy Orton. Oh, yeah, then they would have been walking out at the first match, and that's that's a real problem. <laughs> yeah, it's... I, I, think, I, I think now just, like, overall, I'm going to... Like, this show is, is easily one of the worst pay-per-views of the last year. Like, going from this show, going back a year, I, I just... Yeah, you know, a lot. I, I'd say almost all the way through, it was really rough. Um, like Nia and Alexa had a pretty uneven match, and the crowd started to turn on Nia because you know she's the bigger person who's who we're supposed to buy as the underdog. It's kind of the same flaw in storytelling they tried to do with Roman. Um, a six foot five, two hundred seventy five pound man is not going to be an underdog in anything. Yeah, um, Nia Jax. It's not going to be an underdog versus Alexa Bliss, who what is she five two about a you know buck twenty maybe? Yeah, and her, it, this is this is one of those where her character's believable no matter what, and you know you take you take the title away from Sasha Banks like when she wins it you take it away from her the next week. I don't know why that's not okay to do. With Nia, like I said, Nia's character is a hundred percent believable at any time. 
She's always been a threat. So give her that moment in the sun in WrestleMania. And I, I'm not saying maybe, you know, Alexa needed to win, but it's just the way you book the match just doesn't make sense. Maybe have her crush Alexa, and then she maybe she loses it the next night. There's just... That wasn't compelling. That was the opposite of knowing who's going to win, and it it just kind of ruining the match. I think. Yeah, I mean, I, I get the I get the idea of having you know longer, um, longer running feuds. Uh, you know, you don't want to necessarily just you know have Nia win once, lose once, and then just kind of toil away again in the female mid card. I get it. It's it's not an easy job to do, but. There's got to be a better way to book the largest woman on the roster besides babyface underdog. There's, there's, there, there's got to be a different wrestling archetype that she can, you know, hold up and do, because that is not something that the crowd was buying. Um, I think the the whole crowd kind of rolled their eyes, like, "Come on, we, there's no way." You know, it's the whole credibility thing. You know, these these are the times with UFC fighters coming in, and now we're supposed to buy in that the the largest person on the roster is just an underdog to the smallest person on the roster. It's it's just poor writing. It, it kind of stinks that Alexa and Nia got stuck in this storyline. You know, like, they're best friends in real life, so it'd be kind of cool if they could find a way to really make it more of an emotional impact in the story instead of this convoluted bully thing that they're making Alexa do with these, these bliss comments or whatever she's doing on Instagram. I don't yeah. know. So, yeah, overall backlash... If if you haven't watched it yet, all you have to do is watch the first twenty five minutes. Just watch Seth and Miz. Yep. Um, just work magic. I I don't know if you ever want to revisit anything else on that card. Yeah, just read the dirt sheets. You'll you'll get the gist. That's I mean that's all this was. This this was a dirt sheet. Uh, played out over four or five hours, <laughs> uh, where nothing too fantastic happened. Uh, it was just moving us. This is. This was the start, this is the even, is it the even or the odd Star Trek films that sunk? Oh, this reference doesn't work because I can't remember which one's which. But this is the Star Trek film that's in the middle, nobody cares about, uh, leading up to Khan. Um, so, let's let's move on because the next big show is Money in the Bank. Yes. And we've already got people eliminated from Money in the Bank, possibly. This is I will probably, say I gotta say, that, probably my second favorite pay-per-view after Royal Rumble. Yeah. It's because it means so much. There, there. It's it's fresh storylines. You've got you're you're building into something that can last like Carmella almost an entire year, and it's exciting whenever that person comes out. And it doesn't have to be that you know it could be Carmella, and it made her. I, I love every segment she has right now. She is owning that title. Um, I'm I dare say. Better than Alexa Bliss right now. Like, if there's a way that your character could grab a title and you can become, like, more snarky, more sinister, or just more bratty, uh, Carmella is doing it to, like, the nth degree. I, I, I love everything about her segments right now. Yeah, you know, they're, she, they're, you know what she really good. reminds me of is a, is a female um, Adam Cole. Like, she's just hitting it out of the park as far as, you know, just kind of that... <laughs> <laughs> like, kind of doing that this. little rat laugh, and yeah. <laughs> I got away with it again. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like she kind of, it has that self awareness that she probably is physically overmatched, but it doesn't matter. She beat Charlotte. She's got the title. None of that matters. 
It doesn't matter that, you know, Charlotte's going to be, you know, retired as a Hall of Famer. No, that matters. I'm the damn champion. I got the gold, so who cares? You can be in the Hall of Fame. I get to hold this right in your face. Um, but besides that, like, uh, you know, Backlash ended, thankfully. Whew. Um, and like you kind of mentioned, we got to do some of the Money in the Bank qualifiers. Yep. Um, pretty good matches, I'd say. Um, and part of that, again, is just because there's real stakes involved. So it makes the crowd care. It makes it seem like... I think the wrestlers even seem like they care a little bit more in the ring. Yeah. Um, you know, they're not you know wrestling as safe as they usually do or have to do. Um, so, like, the people who qualified, uh, Braun uh, defeated Kevin Owens. Um, Miz defeated the U.S. champion Jeff Hardy. And this is just for the men uh, first. We'll, we'll do the men and then we'll, you know, jump into the, the female division. Um, the big match uh, for Monday Night Raw is Roman Reigns versus Sami Zayn versus Balor. Um... And Finn Balor came out on top, but arguably the biggest shocker this week as far as a money-in-the-bank qualifier, as far as not just who won, but who is not, as of right now, not included in one of the most exciting very, matches. Very good. Rusev yep. defeated Daniel Bryan. Bryan. Wow. Um, Definite nod that the big cast thing is going to be going on for a while. Which is kind of a bummer, but uh, I mean, I, I mentioned it in my article on uh, you know go over to bodpodcast.com. This could have been something if Rusev had to get in there. He could have you know you're gonna fight Aiden English tonight, and then you know what I mean. Like it could have been something dumb like that. It could yeah. have been Aiden English laying down and Rusev gets in. Uh, it could have been him just destroying Aiden English, uh, and then them ruining Rusev Day. Uh, it could have been any number of, of superstars coming in that he, you know, Rusev crush, he will crush, and and it would have just been, you know, we would have been okay with that, we would have been happy that he's in the match, but this is a statement. This is, Rusev is going places, in my opinion. I'm, I'm Obviously, this is new, this just happened, he could lose every match going into Money in the Bank, and Money in the Bank. And we'll never see Rusev Day again after Money in the Bank. That's definitely a possibility. But why have him beat Daniel Bryan if this isn't that next step? Right? I'll tell you. Uh, <laughs> so he gets he gets the rub. He gets to fight The Undertaker. Um, now he's got a singles, a clean singles victory over Daniel Bryan. No Aiden English, you know, throwing uh that white powder. Was it flour? I never knew if it was flour or just, I, I don't know, like that... Uh, you know the wrestler. The, I the thought maybe, it was maybe that powdered hands. shampoo. You know, if you're in a in a pinch, you don't have time to take a shower. You can do the powdered shampoo. That's probably it. Um, Never. I don't. I'm, <laughs> I'm learning right now that that's that that exists. But that's probably. It. Yeah. You know, <laughs> save it on water. Just put a pinch yeah. of this stuff. It's great. Maybe baby powder. Uh, feels good. That's another one. Very... You know who could use that is uh, Tommaso Ciampa. That eye injury looks really rough. Uh, <laughs> I didn't get a look at it. I, just saw, him, that I just saw him rubbing it the whole match. Yeah, he's uh, not he's not underselling that. His eye is open. Like <laughs> he looks like Harvey Dent. It looks really bad. Um why why is Russo? <laughs> get back to Wait, Rusev. I, you're saying this this doesn't mean that Rusev's moving up, is what you're saying. I'm saying that whoever wrote that did a really good job because you want to make sure the whole card looks looks good. You know, outside of like Heath Slater. Uh, so what you're doing is you're giving Rusev an Undertaker match. 
You're giving him a clean victory over Daniel Bryan. Um, he's more than likely not going to win Money in the Bank, but he still gets to hold those two things up. What we're probably... I would be astounded if this didn't happen because I don't think Braun Strowman necessarily needs a Money in the Bank contract to win. Um, as far as the people who qualified this week, is there a more deserving Money in the Bank winner than The Miz? No. So... <laughs> As far as, okay, so I'm just if sitting you give here. it to a face, if you give it to a face, eh, you know they kind of cash in politely. You know it's, you know nobody's booked anything this this pay per view. I I'd like my turn. You know that's not the best story. I like the wormy heel, kind of slithers in and you know with a, a, a hard fought, blood sweat and tears match. You know and just cashes in in the aftermath. I really love the idea of somehow Daniel getting involved with AJ and Shinsuke, somehow coming out on top, and then Miz worming his way in after winning Money in the Bank and becoming your champion. We get to see that feud build up for a while, culminating in a smacking talk referencing WrestleMania match next year. That is that is big money, I think. I, I know on this show, we, we try to, in the pre-show, we try to not, not fantasy book too much. But if you're going to plant some seeds... We at least say we're not going to fantasy book, and that's all we do. <laughs> and then I give a five-minute explanation how we get to the WrestleMania. Um, but if you're going to try and plant seeds and, you know, make these storylines mean something, um, you know, make Rusev important, but still kind of have in the back burner, you know, Daniel and Miz, I, it's not that convoluted. My fantasy booking... Stunned silence by brother discussion. My man. fantasy booking... For the, for the money in the bank. Like, uh, you, you, you had it right. Braun does not need this. The Miz does not need this. Ooh. Um, Matt throws a wrench in Brother Michael's plan. I, look, it makes sense, like, uh, from how you want to book it, but I think they could get juice out of the Miz and Daniel Bryan. Like, just... I mean, so the Miz gets drafted and Daniel Bryan's tweeting... And we all get excited about his tweet that he wants to beat the shit out of, <laughs> out of the Miz. Yeah, that was exciting. There's no title involved. There's no briefcase. I think that is uh, would be that that's going to be a huge feud no matter what. If you throw in a title and the money in the bank, now you've just taken away two different ways to build other feuds for a feud that is juicy as a steak that is yet to be I didn't, see any heat. I didn't add that I also want Miz <laughs> to get his Intercontinental belt back and Daniel to represent the United States with the U.S. title. And he's going to beat Braun Strowman for the tag titles, too. I also too. want them to uh, <laughs> kind of fast pass around and have one of those convoluted Kurt Angle, you know, these guys are enemies, <laughs> tag team title runs. So I want Miz and Daniel putting... Every single piece of gold on the line. I, I'm, you heard it here first. I'm going to say it right now. That feud will start at Survivor Series, and they will be the last two in the ring for whatever happens at Survivor Series, and that will go straight to WrestleMania. I disagree. Some other WCW has been is going to be in there. Uh, we've Jesus. seen Goldberg, Sting. I think uh, it's time for Stevie Ray to come back and battle Booker T at WrestleMania. You know who You heard it here first. You know who'd get a big pop, and we just we just watched him. <laughs> uh, stunning Steve. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> you ever see that stunning Steve on WCW? That guy had beautiful blonde He's hair. He's amazing. 
amazing. Yeah, he's such a good man. He's like a ringmaster. What happened to that guy? He's yeah. a ringmaster. Honestly, yeah. he should hook up with Polly Dangerously again. I think that'd be a good one-two combo. Um, I was gonna joke and say Shockmaster, but that went <laughs> your joke break, went was way better. Break the Shockmaster back. Yeah. Well, that'd be great if they announced it. Like if they had like a big, like a plaster wall. And they were going to announce who the fifth member of their Survivor Series tag was. I think that The Shock Master! I think Undisputed Era should do that. They announce, should have Titus the do fifth it. Member. They should have Titus come out dressed like, as the Shock Master. Come, tri- come tripping through the wall. Yeah. That's like his new thing. And what a bummer it is that they have t-shirts ruining that. They total- Now it feels like that was planned. Man, if that was planned, that was... Like... I- like, that was Chris Farley-level <laughs> slapstick comedy. That was incredible if you like, really planned that. Maybe he was supposed to trip on his left foot, and he tripped on his right. But, damn it all, how do they... They've got their t-shirts ready, and a whole campaign ready to go the next day. Just so happens Titus has a huge charity that starts the next day, and his name is all over the planet. He has a new charity? Is it, yeah, is it called, it was is some... it called Fallen for Kids? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, tripping over poverty damn it what was a oh we were talking about why uh we were both talking about why the miz doesn't deserve the money in the bank contract so your um, argument is he just doesn't need it we don't need to put all I, the eggs in the in the brian miz basket that the story sells itself unless well, and, and and the argument for that i think we just touched on was uh the fact that they have all these uh i almost said royal rumbles because you're going through the network right now Oh. Uh, so we have both of these brands on the same show. So maybe that's what's gonna have to happen. <laughs> like you can't you can't have an eight hour show for Hell in a Cell, you know, coming up this fall. So you're gonna have to have just what in one batch, you're gonna have money in the bank. You're gonna have a couple titles, <laughs> like just to get it, just well, to fit them all into one show. What is night night of champions? Hulk, I mean, I guess it's already a cluster, but, you know. I mean, like, WWE has no qualms with overstuffing matches. Like, the first thing that came to mind when you uh, kind of shot down my idea, justifiably so, uh, but, you know, like when Goldberg and Lesnar were going to fight each other, they couldn't just fight each other. I think you and I thought, well, you know, potentially maybe Kevin Owens will win, you know, that Goldberg match, because they don't really need it. They already have... You know, this is a huge match. It's Goldberg at WrestleMania. This is Brock at WrestleMania. It's a rematch of, you know, ten years ago. But they put the title in there, too. So they put two storylines in one. Um, yeah. I mean, you have. I, I think you have a solid point. You don't need to do all that. But, you know, as far as it ma- making it mean even more, you know, that Daniel Bryan, he's injured. He finally gets the gold back. And just to see Miz kind of worm in, that, that's kind of my thinking. I, I like your idea, too. I think you have a solid point. Um, I'm just, it's not that, it wouldn't be as big of a shock, you know, based on what we've seen from WWE in the past. I, I'll say, and I, I never got to this, but I, I, I've made a point of it now in two different articles over the last couple weeks. Um, I think it's time, and I think, and, and, and it's, I don't know, the, the perfect way to put this but we're definitely, we're at a point where I think we could give someone that is unexpected, like, just give them the damn money in the bank. Um, 
if we go through the list again, Braun doesn't need it. I'm making the argument the Miz doesn't need it. I think Rusev Day is fine without it, but it would be it would be a fun added accessory for uh, Rusev Day, and I think Aiden English would have a blast singing about it every time they come out or rapping about it. Um, and then Finn Balor too. At this point, it's it's not the it's not the best choice, but I, I think it still works for Finn where. It looks like uh, Vince is going to make it difficult uh, for Finn to make it up, make it up, <laughs> make it up the ladder. Uh, but in that regards, that just gives you that free pass. That, that that means you can keep Finn away from the champion or the main event picture now, and at any time, you've got a huge name that can hold the title. However, all of that is precursor to me wanting my man who I've been, again, gushing about two weeks, and Mike, if you read my articles, you already know who I'm about to say. I do. And? I don't want to reveal it. (laughs) That was a test. Um, Mike, I think it's time... To green light and put a rocket on the back of... Big E. Was that the rocket exploding once that was, it got out of the atmosphere? That wasn't exploding. That was uh, the word you're looking for is fizzling. <laughs> I think the new days is still huge, and that would be something where the I, I don't think they need the tag titles to be the new day, uh, and they can they could celebrate with their you know their tag partner having the money in the bank. Having eventually the WWE or the Universal Championship, this is just it's a, it's a new way to bring up a superstar who is who is doing great work on your show, gives you a ton of revenue, and we could finally be a little bit more diverse in the main event scene. I'm telling you. This, the fans would not have a problem with Big E winning the Money in the Bank. I think if he was at the top of that ladder, we would be telling ourselves there's no way. Every time he went up the ladder, we'd just be going, they're not giving it to Big E. And then if he actually won, you wouldn't be going nuts for that? I would go absolutely apeshit. I don't know if it would be an apeshit reaction. I think it would be like, wow. And I don't know if, if... If, wow, is what we're really going for right now. Um, so you just want to go, okay, The Miz, that makes sense. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong. Like I said, I, that, that the storyline that you booked for the next year is great. <laughs> the 365 days of fantasy yeah. booking I just set up. Yeah. yeah. We don't do fantasy booking. We don't do it. it all, not on this show. If we don't fantasy book all the way to WrestleMania and <laughs> <in>, May... <laughs> Well, said Jim. Um, I just, I, I, I don't know if, if Big E has quite the, the cachet yet to get to that point. I don't know if you want to kind of force feed him here in a, you know, in the span of five weeks, you know, give him that, that reward. It's, it's not a Royal Rumble victory. It's not a WrestleMania championship victory, but it's, it's a pretty big deal. There are not a lot of people who can boast, you know, that they've been money in the bank contract holders. Um, and I, the only the only reason it wouldn't really work is because I don't think the payoff would be as big. It'd be a five week payoff instead of like a, a larger, you know, finally, you know, ascending 
literally ascending a ladder and ascending to the top of the company with this move. Um, because I don't think we've even really seen him fight anybody who's at the top tier of the card. Ever. Um, so to kind of announce him with this, I think it would be kind of out of left field. Um, I'm not against it in the future, but I think, you know, we'd have to have an official, um, like, New Day breakup. Um, I mean, I know, you know, if you look at NXT, you can look at Undisputed Era, and they all, they all have gold, and they're all buddies, but, like, at this point, for it to just kind of be like, you know, Biggie, I, you know, I want to be a singles guy, too. I, I'm not, I don't, I don't know if we're ready for that yet. I don't know. Well... I see the 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 point of the conversation too is just like we've been we've been doing the same thing for four years now with Roman Reigns and I think Backlash proved that he can't just do anything and the fans will be interested. He can't just have a headlock match with Samoa Joe and even though Samoa Joe sells the shit out of that match, we still don't care. Like the match started and we still don't care. Um, and, and as far as you know, the big reactions of uh well as long as he gets a big reaction we want to we want to keep him in the main event scene i think boring and leaving the arena are the opposite of that and right now i i just it's it's either we just keep the guys that are at the top or maybe we slot someone else into the main event scene and to me to me the the uh the new day does their best work uh does has been doing their best work for years and uh, I, I don't know. I guess money could be enough to say that we appreciate you, but I think there's there's one more thing they could do. And, I, and it's strategic, too. I'm not picking Kofi Kingston, because they tried that, and that didn't work. Uh, and, I'm def- and I'm not breaking them up, either, because I think they're great together. But it's, it's just, it, it, you know, it's more of an idea to let's do something different than it being it absolutely can only be Big E. You know, like that's that's the other part of this conversation is, I think we should be having better conversations about who who's next instead of um, just picking between the same eight to ten guys. Yeah, I mean, you know, you and I are taking a peek at last year's Money in the Bank, and it was it was a time when we saw Jinder Mahal as the champion, yep. um, Baron yep. Corbin winning the Money in the Bank, um, and that was a mistake. Uh, that was that was two big mistakes. So are you gonna do that again this year? I mean, like you know, at Royal Rumble we had a couple rough years, and so this year they tried to really reward us with Nakamura. So do you do you think they're gonna run the risk of giving it to a younger guy again? I don't think you're taking that same risk. I think what you're looking at there is like those are not the same situations. Uh, no. Big Big E is is over. But they and, are like, guys. They're both equal in that they're probably both not quite established to the point where they should be at the top of the card. I don't think that it's Biggie. I think Biggie has obviously more potential than Baron Corbin ever has as far as, you know, promos and moveset and getting a crowd to care about his work, but um we just haven't we haven't really see, had an opportunity to see him as a singles guy since he was, you know, the Intercontinental Champion when he was hanging out with Dolph and um uh yeah. CM Punk's wife, AJ Lee, you know, back in the day. But I, I think the difference, though, is that those are those were decisions made. Like, you're trying to do Jinder Mahal, you're trying to do Baron Corbin because they're getting booed, because they are boring. And I don't think we've had that problem with, with Big E in the New Day uh, 
since they first started, and people were like, what is this silly gimmick? And even at that time, they were doing good wrestling. And I think you and I right now could agree that Baron Corbin and uh, Jinder Mahal are not the most fun superstars to watch in the ring as pro wrestlers. So, right, I, but I just, I, there's so many differences between only... Big E getting a chance and, you know, Jinder Mahal and Baron Corbin. Like, that... That, to me, was, you know, those two were getting it, because what else are we going to do? The one thing, though, that separates Baron and Big E that's, um, like, a plus for Baron is that he's a heel. Because, again, if you're going to have Big E be the face, you know, faces holding that, that contract, I don't I don't think it's as compelling. You know, the bad guy, you know, he's going to sneak in and, you know, do any kind of dirty method to get, you know, his gold, while the face is going to be more polite about it. Yeah, I, I still like. Think, I can't. I can't I, picture I Biggie like running to the ring with a with a ref all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I, I'll I'll I, I'll I'll say this, uh, and we'll move on, and then I want you know I'll say this. You'll give your uh, I'll have you give your rebuttal, and then we'll start a new subject. But I think I think with the new day, like they're like little, they're little, like tricksters. Like they're. Yeah, but they still I, have like face. I know. Sorry, we're getting distracted. Face mannerisms. Is it just too quiet? Um, I I think like they can get away with being like sneaky and run out there and like play games with the with the briefcase. Like again, this isn't to say the only way to go is 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 the new day. I just I, I want I want everybody to see that it's possible to make this work. Like the new day could be going out there and it could be fun seeing all three of them run out there and cheering on Big E. You know, it doesn't work the first couple times he tries. And then, you know, and then we like we like Big E and we like the New Day. And they could be doing something different that isn't just fighting the Usos again. You know what? You know what stinks, too, is uh, Money in the Bank is still a ways away. Um, when they started advertising it at Backlash, when they started doing these qualifying matches, they said it's like six weeks away. So, what for me is kind of feels like a missed opportunity... Because if it's six weeks away, you have already settled on one, two, three, four of the... Are they going to do six or eight participants? Because historically they've done both. Um, I think it's eight. I think in their, their shadow, the shadows that... There's eight shadows? Yeah. Okay. Because I, I don't know why this this could have been prolonged a little bit. It's something we you know brought up around the Royal Rumble time, not having more qualifying matches. Yeah. You could have had a little mini tournament because this is SmackDown and Raw. Like everybody's gonna have all the males are gonna have one shot. All the females are gonna have one shot. Well, this is how you do it. Um, you know they've done like triple threats, which you're kind of, you might be asking yourself, why does one guy only have to do a single match and the other guy, you know, is stuck in a triple threat? Um, you just leave two spots empty, and then that's your you get a second shot. Like, that's your second chance to get in. So at least it's got some sort of yeah. tournament flair. Or, you know, they could even they could even do that match. They could fill seven spots. Do that match to open money in the bank. Then you're not... You know, then you can actually do some tag team feuds and stuff like that because you've got all the other guys who didn't make it into the money in the bank at their last shot of getting in. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's that, you know, we're doing more fantasy booking, but we should move on. Yeah, I mean, we haven't even touched on the women yet. Um, we had just two qualifiers for the, the women so far. Yep. Uh, Charlotte got to um, get a little revenge on um, the Iconics because she got to take out Peyton Royce. Yep. 
And the bigger match, um, if only because it kind of reminded me of the, the Rusev-Brian finish, um, Ember Moon got to essentially eliminate Ruby Riot and Sasha Banks. Yeah. I, I thought, too, like the way Ruby Riot uh, has been performing, I thought that this this was her, you know, her next step was getting into the Money in the Bank. And that, that does seem like a good spot for her, too. Um, but maybe this means, I don't know, main event scene because this this also does officially um i don't want, i don't know if the proper word to use right now is disqualify but you know now ember moon isn't going to be the one that's fighting nia Jax, which i think was something we were both predicting last week um you know now she's in money in the bank so you gotta get you gotta get someone else to fight nia yeah i mean as far as uh like i'm about to backpedal on like for the men I feel like it's a it's a better booking decision to have the heel do it, but I could definitely see Ember Moon kind of walking away with this because she hasn't yet proven anything to the WWE main roster. So this wouldn't be a bad way for her to, you know, uh, make her mark and have have something tangible that she can point to and be like, you know, this this is my first big um, um, accomplishment here on the main roster. I I don't think it would be that far fetched. Um, we yeah. still got a lot of women who can, you know, still be qualifying. We, you know, we haven't really seen Becky in a match for that yet. Um, you know, the Oscars. Are we going to start to get some of the four horse women, um, the UFC versions? I mean, um, you know, as far as um, goodness gracious, I forgot her name. Um, Wait. Ronda? Yeah, how did I forget oh, Ronda's Yeah, name? Ronda Rousey. There you go. Yeah, uh, we haven't seen Ronda. Um, Alexa might want in on that match. You know, Mickey James, people like that. Um, I'm still kind of confused about what they're going to do with Nikki Cross. Um, she's part of Sanity, so she's supposed to be part of SmackDown, but she cut. She was part of a promo this week on NXT, so who, who knows what the hell's happening with her. <laughs> um, um, but... Uh, you know, we only get we only get two. And uh, have they announced yet? Are the women are they going to be doing six or eight, like the men? I would assume eight. I mean, the lo- the roster's loaded. I-, I they can fill that out, especially with the they only have two ta- or uh, two titles to uh, divvy up, put yeah. up for grabs. So yeah, it'll it, it'll be eight. And I I you know I I am actually even surprised it is only eight with how massive these rosters are right now. Um, you know, maybe that's just too many guys to have in the ring. Uh, but, yeah, I, I... I think it's just it's too many to render in the video game. So I, I think they want to keep it at 8 so that you can recreate all these WrestleMania isn't it only, Money I, in the Bank moments. The last game I bought, they can only fit six guys in the ring during oh, the, really? Money in the Bank. Yeah. So you okay. can never do, like, a I took a few. I took a Money few in the years bank. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, it, it, there's a lot to happen here. Um... Like you said, I think the big things that happened, Rusev uh, coming away, beating Daniel Bryan clean. Um, but getting uh, off of, you know, clean matches, uh, ones that got very dirty, and, and you know, I, I, we already kind of touched on this, but, Mike, our, AJ's never having kids again. Uh, Nakamura <laughs> apparently is okay with not having kids either. Yeah, that is a uh, that is a crushed nut Sunday. That are, is not good for AJ. Do the Bludgeon Brothers get involved with this with their sledgehammers uh, and just completely like make it not necessary for another nut shot? Like just put that into the storyline. That was me. Like uh, just have them go out there, crush them with the with the sledgehammers, and then, and then that's you know 
now the now they can have a real match, you know? Yeah. Then SummerSlam comes up and they're like, you know, now now it's the real Nakamura versus AJ. No more nut shots, no more Sundays with crushed nuts. It's it's just good old fashioned wrestling because the two of these guys are never having kids again. So like AJ, he has those tattoos on the side of his body. Yeah. Um, Nakamura is obviously not a fan of AJ getting more of those. Um, with all these kicks, <laughs> with all these kicks to the nuts, all I can think of is in the Black Panther movie when uh, Killmonger wanted them to fight without using the Black Panther serum. Um, Nakamura definitely wants to make sure neither of them have their kid powers and that they're just going mano a mano <laughs> without their mano a manos. Um, yeah. Here's the hot take question for you: Are they prolonging this? Is 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 Nakamura ever gonna win the title? <laughs> Are they just going to milk this till SummerSlam? Is Nakamura going to finally, finally defeat AJ at SummerSlam? Is that what we're looking forward and, to? And is that the payoff? The heel finally beating AJ Styles? Probably, like, next to Daniel Bryan, I think, the one guy that can do no wrong and still be cheered? Is that is that fairly accurate? Maybe, if not number two behind Daniel Bryan, he's in the top five. I mean, I, I see the three of those guys kind of duking it out, you know, with, with Miz, um, you know, probably the fourth guy of those four on SmackDown, you know, as far as who are the top four names. Um, I don't think anyone's going to complain if Nakamura finally wins, but just kind of bizarre if you're going to keep dragging this out pay-per-view after pay-per-view after pay-per-view. Um, yeah, I, you, is you, it going to be like a... Like a, a like in the playoffs, you know, traditionally you get you know seven game, like a seven game series. Like, how long is this series gonna go on? Because if Shinsuke is gonna win, you still owe AJ uh, a rematch. Yeah. Well, right now, what are we looking at? We're there. AJ is uh, tech. Do we say technically like two zero oh, and one? Is that right? Or because uh, yes. they tied? Because he. Technically one, did he technically? No, it was counted out. So he's one zero and one, right? Or one zero and two? Is that? Because he won at WrestleMania, but at Greatest Royal Rumble, oh, that's right. There's a double count out, and this last one, there's double nut kicks, and then they kind of a double count out again. Passed out. TKO. Yeah. Uh, So I guess yeah, that's what's keeping this from not ending. Uh, But I, I think you're right. I I definitely thought. You know, this could could have been an opportunity for Nakamura, <laughs> for Nakamura to just take the title and just move on. Um, I mean, not move on from AJ, but I don't think you needed to have them crush each other's scrotums uh, for the feud to continue. Yeah, I mean, it, it worked really well for Undertaker and Brock. Let's let's bring it back for the indie wrestlers. <laughs> yeah, let's not let the wrestling do the talking. Let's make sure that these two crush let's, each other's nuts to oblivion. You know, two of the greatest wrestlers of all time i don't want to make this a wrestling match i want to make it about who can punch and kick into the ball area harder that's what i want <laughs> well i think it's nakamura <laughs> all right let's uh we'll keep on moving we're keeping our eye on that feud i i mean there's there's no way the next match doesn't have a ton of nut punches uh punches so i don't know I guess that's just what we're testing for as we watch KO kick Sami Zayn in the nuts from last year's Money in the Bank. How appropriate. 
Um, man, I wish there was a good transition there. Uh, but let's uh, let's move on to NXT. I, I know we want to talk 3MB reunion um, as well. I think the the quick the quick thing there is I I love 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 this team up of Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre. Uh, they even directly referenced uh, exactly what I was talking about. This could be where Dolph Ziggler actually said, "This is my opportunity to to, to put my character on top again." Um, he used which, the word character. You know. Uh, okay. So that <laughs> you know, this is for, uh, goodbye the, fourth wall. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he actually used the word character. Um, but you know what I'm saying. Like, uh, that, that's what I thought this would be. And then, you know, Dolph Ziggler saying, oh, this is my opportunity yeah. uh, to get back on top. Uh, so that, that's great. And, and it's fun to see them dominate. I wanted to see exactly that. I didn't want to see them take, you know, they don't need to take down someone big now. Uh, but if they just keep building up uh, as a tag team and, and, and obviously leaving it open for singles competition... It's it's great if this is an update going week to week. I say they're moving in the right direction, and uh, you know it's 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 two guys like I wrote, um, two guys that uh, have not been given the the best of uh, opportunities. You know, and, and I'll say Dolph the last couple years, uh, just with his character. Uh, you know, he has been put in main event matches, but there's no way he was going to win. Right. Uh, then, you know, was that 2011? <clears throat> uh, the bra after WrestleMania? Something like that. 11 or 12? Yeah, it's, it's been a while. Uh, but then, you know, obviously, uh, Drew McIntyre could be... Oh, poor AJ. He's about to get really hurt. Uh, <laughs> We're just watching him dangle here from uh, last year's Money in the Bank uh, main event. God, that He's hanging to... onto the rope. Oh, oh! God! <laughs> He, uh, he just dropped from the, the briefcase all the way to the mat. Um, so he's got to play dead for about 20 minutes now. All right, so this is a great transition to our next topic. Good on, good on uh, Drew McIntyre yeah. and Dolph. Mike, I mean, is there anything you wanted to add to that? You know, it's, 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 it's just interesting how much it's worked for both guys. I don't think anyone watching 3MB, you know, on the WWE Network would ever think that Drew McIntyre looks like a legitimate main event guy, but he yeah. certainly looks like a main event guy right now. Um, I'm excited for these guys. I, I, was, I was a little surprised that they, they didn't give us a, a taste of them at um, Backlash. Um, I think arguably... I don't know who it's benefited more. Um, like, as far as Drew giving him, like, direction, you know, as a tag team with Dolph, um, and kind of kind of being allowed to be the muscle. He's never the muscle in 3MB. He was just a, a you know, a dude in a in a stable. But now he, he looks like, he now he looks like guitar. the beef. Yeah, he's not, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, it's it's incredible. All the guy did was grow his chest hair a little, chest hair out a little bit more. It's, 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 it's got a little more oil on the on the pecs there. And how about uh, he's actually allowed to talk? That's pretty great. Yeah, if, he has a legitimate great, finisher. I, I think, think the got, the Claymore is just yeah. a cool name. I mean, half the roster has a big boot to the face as a finisher, but Claymore. Yeah, that sounds like a real finishing move. Yeah, <laughs> it hurts to say. Uh, and you know, as just for a comparison's sake, uh, Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt do this absurd, you know, half Sister Abigail, half uh, twist of whispers in the wind. I, I don't know what's happening. It's just as confusing as hearing their mixed uh, 
entrance scene entrance themes yeah uh, it, it's whatever they're doing none of this like works uh outside of we like both of these characters and they can talk but nothing else that they've tried to like mix together with these two is working right um, um but i think that the uh, claymore plus zigzag it actually kind of looks like all right with that momentum yeah. it looks like eh, kind of both of them look like they hurt a little it's bit the most more powerful zigzag anyone's ever taken <laughs> but yeah we can dive into nxt um yeah. or if you want we could just dive into the poolside photos from undisputed era oh uh, yeah man those were hot <laughs> Those, those, you know what? I haven't sworn yet this this episode, but those motherfuckers using that title gold to get you know the shine on their faces. Yeah. <laughs> Good on them. You um, know, and, and, and to go back to a topic we talked about earlier, man, if there's a guy that deserves to win Money in the Bank, whew, Roderick Strong. Oh Where's, my god! No, I'm just kidding. It's gonna happen. <laughs> it's gonna happen. I know. He's gonna show up. He's gonna be entrant number nine. He's just. <laughs> the first time ever uh-huh just to make sure roger strong can he's get gonna be damage. i think he's gonna be one of the ringside refs and then like the first mission impossible he's gonna have like a rubber mask on and he's gonna take it off oh it was <laughs> roderick the whole time um it was me it was me austin it was me the whole time um besides that um nxt just just another good hour of entertainment um if you ask me um the main event Eh, I don't know if I had to put it. The main event it was just Tommaso Ciampa proving he's a heel against yeah. uh, Cassius Ono, who I don't know if he'll ever, ever win a match, to be honest. <laughs> uh, but he doesn't really need to. It looks like he, he works stiff. It looks like his punches and kicks hurt. Yeah. So it's just about him, you know, helping get somebody else over. Yeah, it's a weird, a weird kind of setup to feeling bad for poor... It's a Gargano. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> I'm sure you do. <laughs> is there any other kind of jobber who does that? Like like Chris Hero, Cassius Ono, um, who puts on like they have a they have a chance at winning. It's not like they go out there like the Brooklyn Brawler. Like it, it feels like Ono is gonna hurt you, but you, you don't you don't ever feel like he's got a chance of winning. <laughs> um, I mean, I guess you could think about like the Big Show. If I have to, if you want me to put a real name down, I didn't know if you I, wanted I me to answer that. Yeah, I did. I like the uniqueness of this situation. Yeah, I, I, Big Show's the closest thing, but uh, at least he was on the main roster. Like, I, what's funny is uh, Cassius is is just on this uh, train to, to going in circles. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it is not going anywhere. Um, he's the so, ultimate carousel of pro wrestling. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 until someone builds out from his train tracks, uh, he's just he's he's gonna be stuck. I mean, mid card NXT is there anything greater? Guy's making money. He uh, is. I am jealous. He of doesn't that have money. to win a single match, and he's just <laughs> making money. Um, but we had a couple pretty big debuts too. Um, Heavy Machinery. Yeah, they got to pummel some jobbers you know a week ago or so and we'll just say yeah this is this is their i i not the debut but this is their you know an opportunity to to get the ball rolling on a on a feud uh as as it is as it is going to get going here with heavy machinery i gotta say is over as talented as war raiders are um fuck you like i I want i want heavy machine i want i want otis dozovich I want him at the top of the mountain. 
I want him in Undisputed Era next. I want him to be fed up with all these losses. I want him to be the comic relief. I want him to take Roderick Strong's role and be the funny guy on the team. <laughs> That's what I want. Um, yeah, I, I, it's got to be the youth. Uh, Raiders have been around for a while. You know, they have a track record in the Indies. They get to win. Is, it, is the next NXT pay-per-view show or special show... Is, is that going to be too predictable to enjoy? Because I think we're going to see a payoff, right, of War Raiders and War Machinery. Uh, Jesus. Heavy, machinery. heavy Machinery. See, that's why they had to do that. Because if I was saying <laughs> War Machine and Heavy Machine, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, it looks like we've got Ricochet and Velveteen Dream. I, we both love Velveteen. There's no way he wins that feud. No, he's not. He's not going over. And um, then, um, I mean, maybe he'll win match one. Just uh, you know, he won't. Ricochet's gonna win that match. Yeah. I can't even talk myself into it. <laughs> um, the scary thing will be uh, where that North American title goes. We hope that it stays around Adam Cole's waist forever, and then he just takes it with him to yeah, the WWE it's defended on Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, um, and then um, and, I, and it doesn't have to be veteran versus new guy but i mean there's no way dakota kai is going to take out shayna like i don't know if that is a feud that's starting or if they're just trying to sell shayna as being terrifying but i don't think you win i don't think you win a feud and you don't even want to stand in the ring at the same time yeah in the in the pre-show i think you and i were kind of at odds about the like the sec like the appeal of that feud um and if Shannon just came out and pummeled Dakota, I, you know, I've seen that a thousand times. Um, you know, or somebody's sneaking out of the crowd or, you know, wearing a wearing a luchador mask, something like that. Yeah. I kind of like the idea of Shannon being so intimidating. You know, she, that was one of the first times that Dakota, like Dakota ate one of the first um, arm snaps. You know, that snap them, crap them, and yeah. flap them. I, I, don't, I don't remember what that, that <laughs> Baszler catchphrase was. It, it never made it to a t-shirt. Um, but, uh, she's one of the first ones to eat that, so she should have real fear for it. So I think it does a good job of getting Baszler over. I'm just not sure what it does ultimately for the Kiwi, Dakota Kai. Yeah. Um it just makes her look soft it it i guess she's just kind of there to benefit Shayna. she's she's gonna be your, your money wrestler in nxt for a while and for all we know like Shayna's job could just be to build up something else you mean undisputed era yes their first to replace roderick strong man you can't replace the <laughs> king of the undisputed era Adam Cole is the court jester. The king of that group was <laughs> Roderick Strong. Oh my god. That stupid video where they were like, alright Roddy, throw up the hands. And he's like, I can't, I got my phone. <laughs> That's hilarious. More, was more weasley. That really endeared him to the audience, I oh. think. I think people really embraced him as the leader of the Undisputed Era. Roderick, if you don't get your act together... you know I what? mean, damn it, I had to watch... Kyle O'Reilly looked like an idiot last night with his sun-dried tomatoes on a sandwich. Because they're listening to our show and they're like, you know what, we are making Roddy Strong look pretty weak. So, like, you know, Kyle, say something stupid. You know, like to steal a line from uh, Lesnar. Yeah, say something stupid. (laughs) 
That sandwich isn't going to have sun-dried tomatoes on it, is it? I, oh my god. I watched it a hundred times last night, but <laughs> damn it all. Um, no, no, I, I, obviously I'm, I'm leading up to the big news this week of the four horsewomen of the apocalypse. Uh, just... They've officially signed him. Yeah, uh, where you know where this is gonna go is this leading up to WrestleMania, some more fantasy booking to end the show. Ooh, um, nothing like a little fantasy booking. Uh, I don't know. Do they go straight to the main roster? Is Shane gonna lose that title? Is is it just gonna be you know let's let's do a cool four on four? Because now uh, you can do a four on four with you know Charlotte and. Becky, Bailey, and Sasha because there's so many uh, damn matches. Uh, there's only so many, I mean, you can do in these pay-per-views. So, yeah, you're going to have to throw eight people in every match. I, I, I don't know. know. These are going to be some, some masses, massive, like, 12-on-12 cards. I, I don't know it's, how else you it throw it out. It has to be. They're going to have to do... You're going to need more Royal Rumbles. Greater, yeah, they're going to just have to call it the Greater Royal Rumble every month. It just... <laughs> Yeah, so Je- Jasmine Duke and Marina Schaefer. Um, that's who they signed. So they already had Ronda on Raw. They already had Shayna on NXT. And now they have Jasmine and Marina. Yep. Um, not, not... Oh, uh, yeah, do you see that? Leading not up? super friendly in-ring names, I'd say. Jasmine Duke and Marina Schaefer. <laughs> I don't know. What do you- well, it'll sound better when you say the four horsewomen. Um, It'll sound better when it 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 appends. The following match is scheduled for, scheduled for one fall. One fall. Except he doesn't let us say it anymore. So. Scheduled for three falls because it'll be in limited. Three falls. Or, wait, I guess <laughs> could be more than that. Um. Yeah. My, so getting back to my question, is this going all the way to WrestleMania? Is I this being held? I think with this, uh, I think this ends in a huge mixed tag match uh, between Stephanie McMahon, Triple H, Marina Schaefer, and her fiancé, Roderick Strong. Headlining WrestleMania. For for both titles. For For all the titles. (laughs) Triple H, one by one, will have won them. Oh, I thought we were going to give him Summer all the ratty. Survivor. Oh, Royal okay. Rumble. Yeah. And Fastlane. And then one man comes in to save the WWE. If Triple H won the Universal title, does that count towards his title count? No. Okay. So that would just, it would say, what, 14? And then one Universal Championship? Yes. Okay. I just want to make sure. That popped in my head. The old head of Rooney. The old... When they sign Schaefer... Pink muscle. Are they going to do, like, muscle. Gargano and Candice LeRae versus Roderick Strong and Marina? Sure. Are we going to do more mixed tag <laughs> matches, like Miz and Maurice? And... I think they had a lot of success with the Facebook um, mixed match challenge, so that'll come back. Um, you know, I'll just uh, give them some fun opportunities, I think, uh, to write in those those real couples. But I, there's an opportunity there. Um, it's just... I think it's just another opportunity I, to get Roderick Strong on my TV. I think there's two problems right now. There's 
I want to see Roderick on NXT. You want to see him on live. another show? Raw, SmackDown, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. <laughs> I want to see him on Pinterest. On, on Chris Lee Knows Best. Yeah. Oh, then I'd watch that show. I want to see him on The Big Bang Theory. I want to see him on every fucking show ever made. Game of Thrones. I want him to be photoshopped into The Sopranos. I want him on a Cheers as a guest voice on Rugrats. <laughs> I want that guy all over my TV. Uh, well, I want him to play a Walker in The Walking Dead. He's not going away yet. Now that I follow Undisputed Era in every way, I, I want can. him to be. He should be a host in Westworld. And a human. I think he should. <laughs> I think he should be in the next. Uh, is that how Westworld works? Your host is the robot. In the next Godzilla movie, I think he should just be twenty stories tall and fight Godzilla and I, Ghidra. I was and gonna say he should he should be Ghidra, but it would be better if he was just Roderick Strong. I think he should be an action figure toy, be in the next Toy Story. He could be an Ant Man too. He could be that twenty. I don't know why I said that. Um, thanks, Mike. You're welcome. <laughs> there should be even more Roderick Strong than. I don't think they're stretching the imagination. I think he should be everywhere. There's more opportunity for Strong. Yes. Um, he should be in the Marines 7 and 8. Well, I'll remind everybody uh, as as we wrap up here. I think we're just going to keep naming things that Roger Strong should Go be. Go ahead. He should I'll, be in the next I'll Ghostbusters. Do the, I'll do the sign-off. You just keep telling like me. We did a men's Ghostbusters. We did a Go to BODpodcast.com. There should be a Ghostbusters. Uh, that Roger is BODpodcast.com to see the blog, to see no. uh, the old episodes we of the podcast. The Avengers. Um, we don't need Hawkeye anymore. We got go to Roger Facebook. Strong. Go to Twitter. Uh, join the faction. We don't need Black Panther. Send us a message on uh, BODpodcast.com or like us. Or uh, comment, or uh, send us you know, an email at BODpodcast, and you Johnson will officially join the faction. Roderick Strong should be the voice of ACDC. Oh my god. Folks, it has been a hell of a show. Uh, we didn't keep you for an hour and a half this time. Um, oh, Mike ran out of things to, to say. Uh, that's great. You know, but that's BODpodcast.com. sandwiches out there. There's the peanut butter and jelly. I'm Matt. I want the peanut butter and jelly and Roderick Strong. He's Mike. I'm Michael Roderick Strong Clink. <laughs> We're really excited you listen to another episode of Brothers of Roderick Strong. <laughs> Did you already give them all the details for everything Roderick Strong oriented? Yeah, it's RoderickStrong.com. Slash Brothers of Discussion. <laughs> slash We Love and, Roderick Strong. And if you're sick of seeing the damn Roderick Strong. If you think Marina Schaefer hash, loves Roderick hashtag. Strong, you should listen to the Brothers of Discussion. That is some Roderick Strong love. Find all the love for Roderick Strong and hashtag feuding with Strong on Twitter. You'll you'll see it. Uh, but again, uh, this has been Brothers of Discussion. Like, this has been um, the revision of the NAFTA agreement between the United States, Canada, Mexico, and Roderick Strong. <laughs> I have a cat named Clegane, but that's short-lived. His new name is... Brother Matt loves Roderick Strong. <laughs> I hope the cat never gets in trouble, because I'm going to have to yell that really loud. <laughs> I really hope he doesn't block me. All right, Brothers of Discussion, thank you for listening. H2O-R-S is the recipe for Roderick Strong. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs>